I hit the roof. I flew to Mars and I was like, what did you just do to me? Explosive, left arm numbing, almost passing out orgasms. It's not you, it's dating podcast. It's Michaela and Patrick bringing you a new episode full of lovely surprises today. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, from the Brad and Chads to the Alex's, as Michaela so well puts it. We're glad you're here with us. Yeah. And we are going to get into it today. We have an amazing guest coming on to talk about intimacy and with oral sex specifically. Hey, now, oral sex. I love it. We're going there today. Listen, I love it. You know, I'm Latin. So sometimes people say it's our specialty. I don't. But what? Giving or receiving? Uh, I'm, I'm a Your specialty you know, t- is really... receiving oral. Congratulations. No, no, no. no, no, no. Guests chiming no, in I early. Love, listen, I love. <laughs> uh, listen, I get turned on by giving it. So I'm all about the giving. I'm a giver. Noted. Give her a proper introduction, Michaela. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to warn you guys that this guest is someone who does not hold back. She literally will lay it all out. And that's why I'm so excited for this, for this episode tonight. Speaks to me. Love it. If you're not comfortable, by the way, with like nitty gritty details, talking about sex, specifically oral sex, then I just want to send a warning, like, please turn it off. Like if that's kind of uncomfortable for you, that's totally fine. Tune in for another episode. So Catherine, she's not only one of my most intelligent friends, I always tell people this, Ooh, I like that. but she's also my most fun and wild, tells you everything straight up friend. And she's a nurse working through this whole COVID year in the ICU. So props to you, Catherine. <laughs> give it up for Catherine Junior. Applause. Nurse KJ. Insert applause. Very <laughs> excited to be here. I'm excited to talk about sex. Catherine, for your sake, I hope because you've been helping everybody out there, I hope you've gotten a lot of sex. I don't think I've been lacking in that department. So, okay. Love it. Well, that's no surprise to me. I will just kind of give you guys a little bit of background how I know Catherine. So we actually have known each other since we were five years old in Wisconsin, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, shout out. And so we grew up together and every year I feel like I could more and more describe her as my most fun, wild friend, as I said. So we got into a lot of trouble together. If there was any time I was getting in trouble, Catherine was there with me. If not, if I wasn't getting in trouble, she was like, she came from the strict household and she went to a Catholic girl's school. She- Usually Literally how it starts. is the definition of the wild child. <laughs> guilty, cool. guilty, guilty. But you know what? I'm still standing here today. So you, you can be a little wild as long as you're not totally reckless. That's a good way to look at it. And you became a nurse. Like you're saving people's lives. You can do yeah, it all. That's what they say. That's what they say. <laughs> it's, it's a wild ride, but someone's got to live it. Love it. I love it. Well, welcome, Catherine. We're excited to have you here. We're excited to talk about fellatio with you and all things oral sex. Oh, my God. Thank you, Patrick. I'm excited to talk about fellatio. Hey, you, you sound like you have a really good mouth while When's we're talking. When's the about last it. time you've gotten fellatio, uh, sir? Last night. So. Ooh, yeah. and how was it? It was great. You know, it was great. I went to a wedding last night. That was actually the best situation possible because. I was invited to a wedding reception. I didn't have to go to the wedding. 
and I went to the wedding reception and it was just like, let's get right into it. Uh, the drinking started, it was on a Sunday night. So, I mean, my Monday was a little rough, but, um, but yeah, it was a great wedding, beautiful couple, really beautiful couple. I was like, damn, they're really hot. So you're getting um, off track. We were talking about fellatio. So well, I'm getting to that. You got and- So the beautiful couple. Be- okay. Beautiful couple. Anyway, ended up having sex at the, it was in this mansion, having sex in the mansion in a couple rooms and then went back to um, this young lady's place after and continued on all through the night. And there was a lot of fellatio, a lot of good times. And, and yeah. Did she fillet you at the wedding? She did. She did. Was, oh, what a naughty girl. I yeah, love it, was, it. It was pretty wild, but did it was fun. Did you reciprocate the fellatio? Yes, of course. Of course I did. I, I'm all about um, giving back and, you know, that turns me on. So like I'm down to to give and it's not all about the receiving for me but in fact i don't really for me it's just oral sex is more about the warm-up i'm not really into like uh getting head like all the time just warm me up to like i want to have sex right just like a little dabble here and there yeah before the entree a, a dabble do a you? dabble do <laughs> i like that i like that a dab a daisy uh, so Catherine, give us like a little bit of a run around and what your dating life involves right now so dating amid a pandemic is interesting patrick i know you have been navigating these waters as well my ship's still still intact though Um, no holes in it despite a lot of a lot of cannons (laughs) being fired at me but i'm still here those melons and cannons coming at you left and right but it's not about me it's about your dating your dating journey so can't be bad Well, I had a live-in boyfriend until last April. So I'm coming up on a year of being single. The breakup was my doing. I knew going into it that I was going to be single amid a pandemic, but I didn't think it was fair to hold on to a relationship just for comfort, just for comfort, you know? Yeah. So I started dating on apps and I was in Boston at the time. And last spring, Boston's COVID numbers were pretty gnarly. Did that stop you from so the dating? So there was a lot of like... Did that stop huh? you from the dating? No, it didn't. But it was a lot of like masked walks to begin with and FaceTime dates. And there wasn't like obviously no restaurants, no bars. You would kind of go to a park and walk like five to six feet away from them, but like try to maintain a conversation until maybe you decided that date two or three date two, if I liked them enough date two, we could do something without a mask. It was an interesting way to get back into dating because it was definitely different. Um, But then the numbers in new England got pretty good. And I had a really fun summer just dating all over the East coast and I'm not going to lie. I'm having a good time. I love that. I love that for you. I can't imagine what this would be like without COVID. I would just be. Listen, Michaela, we're, we're giving you all these like teases into these great dating worlds right now amidst a pandemic. Maybe you're thinking about coming back, you know, come back to, to join the single us. life. Join to us the single in the dark life? side. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Love Josh. Love Catherine Josh, actually but. had the, uh, she had the luck of meeting Josh very quickly. One, what was it? It was in the morning, right? You came over really quick. Yeah, he didn't have oh, any this, this is a fun on. story. Dang. Yeah, it was the perfect way for my boyfriend to meet my best wild girlfriend. Um, he was not wearing pants and she was coming over for... Fellatio. To oh. shave my vagina before meeting 
up with a man on a rooftop pool. So like I needed to be freshened up. I had been at work in the morning and I didn't have time. So I asked Michaela, could I stop by? Because I live close to the hospital. And just when was this? Clean my cookie up on Monday. Uh, Like today? Yeah. Oh, a week ago. A week ago. Okay. Josh was on the couch and he was wearing, I mean, he, he had like boxers on or whatever. And then he had a blanket over him because it gets cold downstairs in the morning. And I opened the door and he looks and he's like, who are you letting into the house right now? And I didn't even know that like he wasn't wearing like sweatpants or whatever. Um, and Catherine comes in and she shakes his hand. He was like, normally I would stand up, but I'm not wearing pants. And she goes, oh no, that's okay. I'm here to shave my vagina. So <laughs> it's all good. I was like, <laughs> I was I'll, like see oh. in, I'll see you in 10 minutes. I'm going, I'm going upstairs. Bye bro. That's a good intro. I like that. You'll never forget it. Never. I mean, just keep it real, right? Like, yeah, who cares? Yeah, I mean, we all shave vaginas, assholes. We all shave. Nobody we wants. All have genitals. Nobody wants a tarantula down there. We all keep have it clean. It all. Keep it clean. Especially when you're at like this was at a members-only rooftop pool. I'm not trying to have anything but perfection below my belly button happening. Okay. Catherine's been doing really well. She's only been in LA for how long has it been? Like less than two weeks. Is this your like first time living in LA? Yes. Oh, this is wow. my first time even ever visiting. I, I feel like I have to get back to LA. Like we could do some damage out there in the oh streets. Oh my God. You two you are going so? to tear it up, especially when. Would we be each other's I'm like the best wing, wing people? I'm the best wing. And when I have, mm-hmm. when I have somebody like, you like yourself, so? I, we'd tear it up. Oh yeah. He, when I was single would be doing a lap with me and I'd be calling out all the girls with his type is watch out girls with dark hair and straight, um, center parts, center parts. Um, so Catherine actually has both of those right now, guys. So those of you who cannot see her, I just looked in the mirror real quick. (laughs) Patrick uh, has a type and he would, I don't shit where I eat. So no, get, I have a strict, no guest, um, dating policy so it's all good oh how interesting we've only had four guests so i don't i don't know <laughs> now that gets me like that like puts a little bit of like fire under my ass oh but he knows how to play the game he knows how to play the mother he does game. that's Welcome. why he's my co-host good job i Patrick. need to make Welcome. sure that he pulls out all the tricks you know what i'm eating it up speaking of eating since we're going into speaking it, of eating yeah so let's get right into uh like, as we mentioned earlier, we're getting into the topic of oral sex. So KJ, Nurse KJ, we want to know one of your most recent sex capades and how that has affected your view on oral sex. So I've had, I think, a difficult relationship with receiving oral sex, but I don't think that's uncommon for women. And it's taken me a long time to get to the point where I not only enjoy it, but I like crave it. For years, I was too embarrassed because we are, we're so indoctrinated by so many different industries, the beauty industry and the porn industry and everything that unless you have like a perfect body, we are usually embarrassed. And I was totally one of those girls. I did not want someone intimately between my thighs staring directly into my pussy. It was not going to happen. Especially with the lights on. Never. No, I don't even care if the lights were off until I was like 25 years old. It was not going to happen. So like dudes loved me because I would give them head and then they'd come and then they'd be like, okay, your turn. And I'd be like, uh, uh no, I don't know. Um, your turn Dream. again. And they were like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I was just sucking dick around the clock and it was like, great but really i love it it just took me so many years to be comfortable enough with myself to let somebody 
intimately see that from that intimately see me but from that were you like maybe scarred in the past like where somebody like a guy did the guy do the drive-by on you and he was like yeah no i'm going right up to the mouth because i saw what was down there and never. i'm like not doing that because i've done that a couple times never. do the drive-by sniff the never. drive-by visual and you're like nope keep going up well you do get so. like a little bit spooked by like in middle school and high school when the guys were like oh she smells like fish da da da, da. and like there's yeah, that stigma yeah. going around and so i think young women are a little bit spooked by that whole thing where like oh my gosh what do I smell like what do I taste like yeah like I have to be super fresh I have to have just showered which guys do that too we all appreciate those things but I have a different relationship with my vagina now than I did when I was 16 which thank goodness thank goodness but that's that's common courtesy like guys you got to shower you got to keep it clean guys even do the you do of the course. little spray of the cologne right under the belly button, you know? Oh, yeah. Of course. Her, so. We all have our tricks. <laughs> we all have our tricks. But no, to answer your question, that never happened. Mm. I Actually, quite the opposite. One man described me as a meadow. Wow. So that was not the problem. It was just aesthetically, I had been watching porn because I wanted to learn how to suck dick I think properly. that's very important. Because I remember the first time I did that, it was- I support you on that. The first time I gave head was just atrocious. I could tell you that story. It's tell us. embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> so I started watching porn and all of those vaginas look exactly the same. And we all know exactly what they look like. They're the little teeny prepubescent zippers. Yeah. We all know they're very pretty. They're very lovely. But me as a nurse, I especially know- that is not reality for 90% of the population. Adult post-pubescent women typically don't have vaginas that look that way, but that's the only thing you see. Right. Of course, yeah. So you think, oh my God, what is wrong with my anatomy? I don't want someone to look at it from below. It's too embarrassing. So I was in that state of mind until I think a lot of it was nursing and I see a lot of genitalia. I'm not seeing it in a sexual capacity, but clinically I see the difference and I see the range. And so I'm like, oh, I'm totally normal. Like that, that little small sect of adult sex workers are not the norm. Okay. So from, from there then, and your two comparisons of it, and then growing up and everything, you just kind of were groomed to like stay away from there or have guys stay away from there. And you just are all more about the giving and you didn't care about yourself in that way to get that pleasure. Well, once I started watching porn, I became quite skilled at fellatio. And so it was not only something that I knew I was good at, but it, I didn't have to embarrass myself. How do you know you're good at it? You got a five-star Uber rating on it? Yeah, reviews. Okay. You know, they let you know, and the results in well, yeah, my yeah, yeah, of course, of course, there's really a pretty good. That indication. is true, but there's a. I mean, there's a lot of factors in it. it could take a lot of time. Doesn't mean you're like good at it. But I do always wonder, like, what guy would be like, "Oh man, you're horrible at this." Like, that's okay. I'll tell you, just because you come doesn't mean you're good at it. Like, that there's the first time I did it. Oh my God. I remember. And Michaela, you know, exactly who I gave yeah. it to. I'm not going to say it on air, but holy, I've got, you remember, you remember. Saying, Why didn't you tell us the story? All I'm saying before we go to that story, all I'm saying is I've come off getting head multiple times. And I'm like, okay, that wasn't great head, but I'm not saying you're not good. I'm just leveling out the playing field. You know, <laughs> I really don't feel the need to defend that, myself. That is to you. Like, I, I, I'm 
very confident in my skills and I'm happy with, with the people that I enjoy yes. that time with. So just, okay. I concur. And so the, now the story, <laughs> the story of that, the young gentleman who received the best head of his life. So yeah. Oh my goodness. This man, oh, he was a boy. He was, well, I was 16. He was 17. Damn, Kayla girl. knows who this person is. Okay. He had been getting head for years and I was just not as advanced. And I remember just thinking I, I had never watched porn. I had never done it. I had never seen it. So I just knew it was a penis and it was a mouth and you went in and out. Like, that's all I knew. I didn't know about hands. I didn't know about balls. I didn't know about spitting. I didn't know about choking. I didn't know about all of the deep throating and like the frenulum and the lick. Like, I didn't know about any of it. So I was literally just in and out, in and out, in and out. And I remember thinking, oh my God, this is taking forever. And I hate this so much and we're not getting anywhere. And then I would like look up and he didn't look like he was enjoying it. And then I finally, like after maybe 10 or 12 minutes, I just looked up and I was like, this isn't happening. Is it? And he was like, yeah, you can stop. And I was horrified. It's not, that's not rude. That's to defend the guy real no, quick it was feel the bad. Right i feel bad do. sometimes like if a girl keep, continues to do it and i know i'm not gonna come i want her to stop because i'm like she's gonna fucking get lockjaw on me but he so could like, have I just, said like that feels good when it felt good like giving her a little bit of nah. like not just being silent right. he could have given a little direction especially because he knew i had never done it before he could have given me direction but we're teenagers yeah, yeah. you know you're not comfortable having those conversations. Yeah, I think from the right. boy and girl's perspective, it's all just awkward. It's all just bad. And no one's going to just like come right out and be amazing at this on either end. So awkward. So I, but that drove me to watching porn because I was like, oh my God, I have to figure this out. And then I picked up some, some things and it's all good now. But I remember that first time being horrifying. When were you watching porn? Because at this time, I feel like it was like, AOL account still like yeah you were getting a lot of viruses on your computer weren't you <laughs> hell yeah my computer was she was downloading LimeWire between LimeWire yeah, oh, oh my god between LimeWire and Pornhub I was screwed yeah. that desktop computer in our upstairs attic computer yeah. room was just you, full of it virus you had to be careful it like had AIDS it, it, it had froze AIDS. on like a tit or something and you got caught by your parents like you were in trouble I mean, they never came upstairs. So my parents' master bedroom was on the main floor. The upstairs was for all the kids. I'm the youngest. So the upstairs was my domain. My parents would yell at me from the from the bottom of the stairs to come down and see them. But if I weren't there in like 15 seconds, my ass was grass. <laughs> they never came up to me. So like it was not pausing on a tit. I was fine. All right. So you were but- watching porn before I was watching, like way before. The first time I watched porn, you were not going to believe this, but I was 20, 25. It was in LA. Do you still watch porn, Michaela? currently yeah i've watched what kind of question is that of course she does I, I in the know. last year just, just it's curious not, it's it's more for me i've i've talked to josh about this like i can watch it in the last year yes See, okay so this is what i want to this is what i want to explain when is the last time that you watched porn i don't regularly watch porn like i'm i've watched it before and i've it's been like maybe like four or five times within a year. I know that's not very much, but I also only like specific videos and then they'll just like register in my brain. And then all I have to do is think about the scenario. And that's what I use instead of just going on all the time and like typing things. You're watching porn in your head frequently, frequently 
in the head, not. I can't watch in the head. No? I have to watch through the eyes. Okay, but how often are you masturbating? Oh, like I do do that a lot. Like how many times? <laughs> so- okay, so you masturbate often with with head porn. Oh, most like like ninety percent of the time. Ten percent of the time, I watch something. Okay. Okay. So all the times that you're using your head, I'm using my phone. Right. That sounds, that sounds about right. Patrick, what about you? Yeah. I watch porn all the time. Like right now I'm having regular sex. So I'm not watching as much porn because I'm fortunately having a lot of sex. Um, but good for you. Bragg. Like I love porn. I think porn, porn is great. Pornhub is great. Like I'm always looking for new places, new things. Like I'm not really into like paying the subscriptions and shit like that, but do you pay for any OnlyFans? I've done it only. So I, I dated an OnlyFans girl. I didn't date her. I went on a date. So I was like, I want to see her before I go on the date. And when she told me she was on OnlyFans, I was like, of course I'm going to go look at you. And was that the first time you checked out OnlyFans? Yeah, that was the first time I checked out. No, No, it was. No, No, I swear to God, it was the only time. It was the first time. Because it was recent, right? Because I feel like OnlyFans only just got I was like, I don't have to. I'm fortunate enough. I don't have to fucking pay for a subscription when there's Pornhub. And plus, listen. I work in tech. Like I'm really good at, at the Boolean searching. I can find shit without paying for it. So we're going to come right back and dive into the rest of the story on Catherine and her amazing experience and how it changed the way that she viewed oral sex. So as I mentioned earlier, Catherine has a very awesome recent sexcapade that she's going to enlighten us about what basically changed for her when she now experiences oral sex, like from here on out because of this one experience. It only takes one people. So I had come before from oral sex, but it wasn't like an every time thing. And so I was single in April. I was dating. So in the summer I met this man on Bumble and we did one or two, actually two or three like FaceTime dates. Cause he lived up in Maine and I was in Boston. So it was going to be like Damn. a track for us to get to each other. Did he put himself in Boston? He, yeah, because he yeah, said the girls in Maine were like rough. Move. I, so he listen, put himself in Boston. I put myself in New York sometimes in LA. I put my, I put myself in London. I love that move. That's a good move. Damn. Continue on. Sorry. Damn. I'm a listen, Mr. Worldwide right here. Pitbull, Mr. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah. So, okay. He was up in Maine and he had a home. I was staying in a hotel because I was working in Boston. So he was like, you know, I live on a lake, da da da. And so, okay. I said, fuck it. I'm irresponsible. Let's go drive up there for three hours and see what it's like. Yes. So I drove up and I was actually wearing the pants that I'm wearing right now. And I got out of my car and they he like great. attacked me. Thank you. Man. He was like, holy shit, I saw you. I saw you in those pants. Like, I can't. He, like, pushed me up against the car and was like, okay. So he started off, like, a very strong sexual vibe. Then we went inside. We talked for a bit. Um, we, like, got our dogs to introduce to each other. And we spoke for a little bit. And then before I know it, I was, like, on my back, laying on the living room floor, getting fingered, like, like I used to think of fingering as like a high school bullshit. Yeah. Oh my god, no. He no, was no, good no. with it. He tickled the ivories. He tickled what? He tickled the ivories. Oh my god, the ivory, like tickling the like ivories. Like a piano like player. Playing a piano. Yeah. <laughs> I was singing like a piano, like a canary. 
Oh my God. He was so incredible. I like peeled myself off the floor and I was like fingering. Wow. He just knew exactly what he was doing. I don't know if he was at the G spot or the Z spot or the, he was in the O spot. I know for sure. Cause I hit (laughs) the the roof. I flew to Mars and I was like, what did you just do to me? And he just like had this look of satisfaction on his face. And then it was that for two and a half days until I finally was able to he leave. He just fingered but, you for two and a half days. Well, okay, no, he gave me the most incredible oral of my life. Oh, he okay. taught me things about my body. He taught me that I can come consecutively, like back to back to back to back. He Damn. taught me that I can squirt. He taught me that I can have explosive left arm numbing, almost passing out orgasms. My man. And how does he know all these secrets? This man was blessed with the knowledge from lesbians. Lesbians. From lesbians. Lesbians are saving the world. He had friends from, I'm, I'm not sure if they're butch or if they're femme or if they're dykey or if they're not i don't really care i want to meet them all and kiss them all in the mouth and say thank you for bestowing this gift please pass your knowledge on and on and on because every woman deserves this i have literally said to this guy i will send him my friends because nobody should live their life without these kinds of orgasms you should send him to us so we can have him as a guest (laughs) and the rest of the the world can learn this gift you know what so but i said to him although everyone should know how great like how to do this i don't trust you patrick why with this sort of skill because he's a good guy and he i'm a good guy too I don't, we don't, listen, we don't have evil. the resources. We don't have the resources yet to mute people. But if I, this is my show. If I had those resources, I'd mute you right now. I'm right. Oh, you know I'm right. No, nah, that's not true. That's not true. Great but responsibility. Maybe back, back in my twenties. Back in my twenties. Great power comes great responsibility, and I hold that power, and I, I respect so, it. Let's continue on. I was Michaela. I was so overwhelmed at some at one point in the weekend. I started sobbing because I had come like so much. I was so tired. Yeah, I just started crying because I was exhausted from coming so much. I was doing the dishes one morning, doing the dishes. Okay, just scrubbing a pan. He comes up behind me. This is like a porn scene. Up by my vagina with two fingers inside while he's lifting me. He was like six seven. This like big giant like bike. Maybe that's maybe that's what it was over the like fingering me while I'm off the ground and he has me by the throat with like my upper body against him as I'm up and I again came explosive with a dish still in my hand and I was like holy shit what is going on okay so how quickly was that like would you say that orgasm that happened I mean pretty quick like maybe like two minutes damn that's incredible. When oh. I masturbate, I'm in and out in 45 fucking seconds. Yeah, because the oh, masturbation, I can do that, that too. Yeah, I do that too. That's just like a release. You're just trying to get the release. But someone else doing that for that type of quick release, that is impressive. Oh I will my say. God, tell me about it. I, this made me, I asked him if these lesbians were nearby because I would like to experience them. Right. And I'm not against it. No, I know that Spend you. Spend some time up in Vermont, some New Hampshire. Do you That's consider you yourself from. bisexual or bicurious? 
I would definitely, yeah, by curious, I find women and beautiful things pretty like nature and interior design. And I just aesthetically, women are very pretty. And have you ever hooked up? With, I actually don't even know this. Have you hooked up with a woman? I know you probably ki- like, obviously, I think we like basically kissed in high school too for like free beer or something, but I'm sure we <laughs> did more beer. than that, Michaela. I'm sure we, you tuss- and I, I'm sure we tongue tussled a little bit. Okay. There was a lot of, there was a, like a trend of getting, we went to Summerfest together many years and it was like when you're underage and you can't <gasps> get, um, alcohol from the bars, I would just make out with a girl, Catherine probably being one of them. And as a wave currency back in the day was making out with women. It's still a wave. Women, I should say girls. We were like little. Yeah. We were young, young girls. 15, but- 16, 17. <laughs> No, to answer your question, I've never had a relationship with a woman. I have had a couple sexual interactions, but they haven't been exclusively with women. It's always been with men involved. So I would not consider myself bisexual. I would consider myself bi-interested. I love that. Bi-interested is great. So you were like, I want to meet these women. They're amazing. They know the knowledge that every man needs to know. I mean, the things that he did to my body were insane. And he is just the pupil like the master must be I would melt into the ground and I'm ready for it I'm here for it if they're listening contact me I'm ready so what's your what's your LA expectations now with the fingering with the oral sex are you you're cured now over your your past frustrations and fears of of oral sex now if I interact with a man who says like that's not my thing I'm just like then you're not my thing like and that's okay if that's not are you what gonna say into, that in the middle are you gonna say that in the middle of like it happening 100% like if he's like he's making out with you takes off his clothes and he's just ready to go in and I'm like hey honey I would really like it it would really turn me on if you would eat me out for a little bit, he's like, ugh, I don't really eat girls out or women out. Oh, I, yeah, I that's, well, that's kind of fucked up. I would just say, then you can kindly put your clothes back on my fine gentleman and make your way towards the door. Can we talk that's about, fair enough. is there any way that you can translate for any of the listeners out there, specifically if we have some male listeners, which actually we have more male listeners than we once did. It's like almost 50-50 now, which is Love awesome. Really? I don't know who the guys are that are listening to this, but it's amazing because I thought this was going to be way more women. If there's any way you could give at least a few tips on what Mr. Main Man did for this podcast episode to know those things. I'm listening. I got my pad out ready to write it down. He listened to my body like it wasn't about a routine that he had. It wasn't like, okay, I touch her clit for 25 seconds and then I put one finger in and then it's like the left label. Like, no, he didn't have like a way. It was like my breathing, my convulsions, like things that he responded to. And cause I am a responsive woman. Like I'm going to make it verbally known. I'm going to make it known with my breath. I'm going to make it known with my writhing, like my movements. And right. so if I'm enjoying it, he would go and keep doing that. Like it is such every woman in the world gets so frustrated because we have the phrase in our back pocket. Oh my God, babe, I'm going to come keep doing it just like that. And then what does it always do, Michaela? What does it always do? It makes you stop. They somehow just start doing something different. And then it's (laughs) like go harder and they go faster and then you lose it. And you're like, 
fuck. Or they I move just slightly. Said, doing exactly what you're doing. If That's you're so slow, true. It always throws us off. It's like it's like squirrel when you say that. Yeah, I know it is like squirrel, but it's like no fight the urge. You are more than a retriever. You are a man. It's so distracting. Just why do you have to say it? Just just don't do that. Because we're afraid that you're gonna start oh, doing something I else. I don't want you to stop. But, I don't want you to go and do something. But in the else. in the history of mankind, we've always stopped when you or done something else when you say that. So let's no, try something some different. Some of you have learned. Some of you have learned. Oh my god. Like if when I'm sucking dick and they say Oh my God, I'm going to bust. Keep doing what you're doing. I don't stop. Well, th- yes, that's you like, do exactly the I same thing. I wait for that hot Don't try to make it fancy. That's what happens. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Well, your girls are just wired differently than guys. Yeah, Oh, because we're smarter. <laughs> that it's, is it's like true. such a sensitive place that you need it to be like in such a way, in such a spot. And when you get the right spot, it's like you need to stay there. <gasps> I mean, don't but you're also stop going the rhythm. against the, you're Don't also stop going the pressure. To- you're also going against the grain of you're asking us to listen. So not your first thing in this, in your, this tip, Catherine was to listen, listen to okay, your body, how, listen to you. So 90% ridiculous. of us are going to fail. We're going to fail how at that. Fucking ridiculous. Is that, that it is fucking 2021. You are a grown ass man. And you're freely admitting that your entire gender has difficulty just plainly listening just, that's that's just like saying breathe, walk, drink, just listen. And you can't do that. <laughs> We're trying. We're trying out here. Are you? We're trying. Are you? We're trying. <laughs> I don't know if you are. I mean, I think I'm trying. I can't speak for everybody else, but I mean, oh, it's hard out here. Next in the time, so. next time, Patrick, it's listening. Number one, Catherine, take us through number two. What's the next yes. thing? Listening. And then honestly if you have lesbian friends tap in but not everyone has that so i i think just like i learned how to give head from porn i get off oftentimes the porn that i'm watching is cunnilingus is pussy eating like really good oh my god i love to watch a guy just like really go in and and then some of the videos really remind me of my main guy and then it pulls in my own personal experience with the video and then I have like a double whammy and it's great. You're like doing, I know what I'm doing editing in your head. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, just look up like Mr. Pussy Eater. Oh my God. He is, is that one? Good. Literally okay. looking it up right now while we're discussing this. So basically to get back to our number one tips, we have listen to the woman, listen to the sounds, listen to the breathing, listen to the way that her body's moving or look at it, feel it, whatever. Number two is porn and watching, just learning from experts, learning from the experts. Do we have a number three? And I think that using your fingers while your tongue is encircling her clit is very important. I I can't stand when a guy like tries so hard to like just lick and lick and lick and lick and lick. And I'm like, honey, like, I love that. And it's going great, but give me a little bit of like penetrative stimulation. Man, you're intimate. Like, I don't even know if I want to go down on you. Like your scorecard <laughs> is really intense. Like I would be intimidated. I'm shit. I'm not going to be able to perform th- what this girl is asking me to do. Well, I do. So. I feel you're, like it's- you're telling me, wait, you're telling me Patrick right now in front of all of America that you <laughs> cannot physically lick a clit and of course I at the same time of course i can but i'm saying okay, if i happen to forget 
if I happen to forget, I feel like I the wrath of God you, is going to come down. I would down. remind you. I would remind you. I would and, just say, hey, babe, throw a finger in there. And doll. you kind of you give me that fear, like, you know, when you're a kid and you get that the progress report and you got to take it home to your parents and it's not going to be that great. But you still have time. You still have Mommy, time. Michaela? Yeah, it could be Basically, me. I'll bring it to her. <laughs> like, I'm going to have to bring her that. And I'm going to have to, like, put my tail between my legs and be like oh shit there's still time to make up for this but you're assuming that you're gonna do poorly you said just your tail between your legs maybe you'll fucking rock my world that is guys the sexual tension is real here this is the first (laughs) guest we've had on that has (laughs) created an atmosphere which i'm not surprised it's like okay i knew that why did i know this would happen i should have known i should have known there's a reason Um, why we were put three thousand miles away As much as I want to keep talking about all of this, because I feel like there's so many more details that Catherine might be able to give us and clues and how to have the magical experience that she did. Don't get too excited, but Catherine's coming back for the next episode to talk about dun, 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 squirting. Ah! <laughs> we kind of talked a little bit about in this episode too, Yay, like squirting. a little bit, but um, she's actually going to be going through with us on is it real is it not real um how do you get there if it is real and then also um we'll do email or questions with her so Catherine, we're so happy to have you thank you so much thank you i love being here we're gonna have to have you back over and over again just like you had orgasms over and over again we're going to have you on the podcast main man. over and over again. The main man. <laughs> man. Main man. He was hey. my main man. Main man. So, Patrick, do you want to tell him where to find us and roll us on out? Yeah. Check us out at notupod at gmail.com. Uh, check us on our Instagram. It's not you. It's dating. And just give us the subscribe. More than anything, give us the subscribe. It will be fresh on hump day. Yeah. We'll see you on the next one. Thanks, guys.